Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Noodlin' with Josh. My name is Josh, I am your host, and thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. It has been a minute since we've chatted, hasn't it? Um, I actually, I, I think the last time that I posted, or the last time that I uploaded a uh, episode, man, hold on, I'm going to check it right now for you, so no one has to go look. I don't know why this is important to anybody but me. Um, August 22nd. Holy gravy. It's been a minute. Today is September 9th, 2017. And I'm going to update you on what I've been up to, where I'm doing, where I'm going. And uh, then we'll get to the episode. This this is quite the episode, I will say. I'm going to go ahead and, you know what, I had this put for last. But I'm going to start by saying that this is a, this is a weird, fun episode. It's a weird episode in the sense that the topic of conversation is obviously not something that you would talk about normally. What is it? Well, drum roll. Don't know how to do that yet, so that's cute. That works. Um, I invited my friend Veronica over to talk about her time working at the Green Door Social Club in Las Vegas. For those who don't know, the Green Door is, uh, well, a social club. As she, as she states, and she explains incredibly well why it is indeed call, called a social club. But the, the green door to a, a layperson, uh, somebody just doing a wiki search, I mean, it's a, it's a backlit swingers club. It's probably one of the more famous sex clubs, at, at, least, in, at least in Vegas. Uh, I have not visited any of the ones in Vegas, to be f- totally frank. Uh, but it's always been something that is um, weirdly curious. So, I again, immediately, we're, what, two minutes and four seconds into the show. Uh, it's going to be a weird one. We talk about some fun stuff. We talk about some weird stuff. That's not your bag. After the intro, I, I totally get it if you peace out. But I think those of you who stick in um, will hear a cool conversation with a cool chick. All right. Weird warning out of the way. I, I didn't know how else to say. And, you know... Yeah, no. Weird warning out of the way. That's all I got to say about that. So, since the 22nd, I have been... Um, let's see. What have I been doing? I've been doing a whole lot of enjoying my free time. I have been swimming and writing every day. And uh, a, a bit of a hermit, to be totally frank. It's... Um, it's weird and refreshing at the same time to, yeah, no, I, I be a hermit, I, I, I guess. I am, um, for those who uh, know me more personally, that they know that I'm kind of a go, go, go character, you know, energizer bunny of sorts. And I, I would describe myself as an extrovert, but it's, it's weird being an extrovert because there are two ways that you get back any re, any uh, charge to your battery once you've drained it. You either need to be straight in front and of attention, like you need to be leading a party, uh, or you need to totally, or at least from what I've seen, recluse yourself and refill your energy. It, it, it's it's almost like you either need like an electric shock. Or you need to straight up sit back and just enjoy a hand crank to get your battery back to 100%. At least that's how I would describe my 
extrovertedness. It, it's always one or the other when my battery gets low. And uh, it's, it's easy to kind of get that lightning shock of, um, I don't know if it's adrenaline. I don't know what it is. Attention, maybe, uh, when you're an extrovert, especially living in Las Vegas. And I had used that lightning bolt tactic to refill my battery a ton. And uh, it was kind of nice to realize that there's another option to that and to slowly sit back and hand crank through emotions, feelings, thoughts, etc. Going through the motion of just hand cranking your power back up, getting your battery full again. Um, it, it's been a weird, long process. Uh, I, I don't think I'm fully a thousand percent back to, well, back to a thousand percent. Um, but I'm close and it, it, it's been nice to have this free time to really look internal, to see what we want to do and what you really want to do with your time and, and your life and your skills. Um, and it's also been eye opening to see who stuck around, who stopped texting, who left, I guess when I, when I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's been a wonderful time. It's been hard to put to words sometimes. I apologize. Maybe I'll think of a better way to say that in a future episode. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good time to to reflect, to look internally. And, uh, I oh, man, my, I, I have a list of things I wanted to talk about before we got to the uh, interview. And my next point is going to sound so cheesy coming right after this. So I'm going to put a tiny bit of a break and talk about something else. I No, I, I've had a wonderful time. I've, I've really, uh, being myself and looking internal to figure, uh, figure out what's next, what I want to do with my skills and brain and, you know, abilities. And um, I'm still looking and uh, I'm hopefully, I, I mean, I feel like it. I feel like I'm coming out healthier as a person. So that's good, right? Uh, pardon me. All right. So this the second point that would sound kind of cheesy if I jumped into it right after burying myself and stuttering about being a battery. Um, I have a writing partner um, back in Michigan. The wonderful, talented, uh, uh, incomparable. Man, I've already used that word previously. So it's like I can't use incomparable. If it's incomparable, then I can't use it again to describe somebody else, right? That's kind of, anyways, I apologize, Kate. I, uh, Caitlin Burt, she has um, recently taken, uh, taken on a project with me, a, a writing project. Um, I doodle a lot, and, uh, well, actually, we both do. We share the uh, probably ADHD strain um, of our hands are always needing to be doing something and moving and creating. And uh, we've been a perfect match and our brains are on the right track, so we decided to take all of our energy and turn it into material goods. What that means? Well, I guess you'll have to find out. But uh, this is an unofficial introduction to Trip Hazard Films. I can hear three people very specifically laughing at that name. But Trip Hazard Films, as of September 8th, actually, is, 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 maybe, is that when we decided? Caitlin, you'll have to weigh in. You'll have to, uh, you can follow her on Twitter, at Caitlin Burt. Um, and you can follow Trip Hazard Films, T R I P H A Z A R D Films, on Twitter. And um, I, we're just getting started there, 
but it's going to be a bit of a repository of the stuff we're creating. We're working on one um, web series to TV show, and we're also, uh, we just decided to take out another movie um, script project. So it's been a ton of fun um, so far. We have a lot to go, and I'll, I'll try to give you regular updates if that's something that's interesting to anybody. Um, so hit me up, social, at Josh the Weaver. Let me know if that's something you want to hear more or less about. And um, yeah, no, so that's an unofficial introduction to Trip Hazard Films. I can't wait to introduce, can't wait to invite all of you to the premiere of our first whatever. Yeah? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, without further ado, I, I can't let anything stand between your ears and this awesome interview um, that ends with a twist. No, not really a twist. You probably saw it coming halfway through. Um, but, you know, just tune in. Enjoy. And thank you for listening to this episode of Noodling with Josh. I will talk to you guys soon. Yeah, that's it. Hit the theme of the week. and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. My name is Josh. I'm Noodle, making me uniquely qualified to host this podcast, right? Yes, you Basically. are. Thank you. Thank you to my beautiful guest in the <gasps> audience. Audience? No, guest <laughs> in, the, in the hot seat. I am everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> you, are, you are all and none at the same time. You are both guest and not here and audience. <laughs> I'm very much enjoying myself. This okay. is a very nice spot to be. Thank you so much for coming, Veronica. I really appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you for inviting me. You kidding? I we've um yeah, there's been a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk to you about and I love how open you are. Aww. And we're gonna get into a weird, awesome green category. No. Oh that's funny because it sounds like we're gonna talk about weed, but we're not. We're gonna talk about the This elusive. isn't about the green rush, folks. No. Oh boy. Or what's the, um, there's a string called a green crack. Yes. When you're trying to describe a drug using another drug as a reference, mm. not a fan. Yeah, that's a good point. Come on, just. That could be confused yeah. for some people. Yeah, oh boy, especially newbies in there. Is this crack? <laughs> is like, this crack? Is this leafy it's crack? It's green. I don't get how. Hulk crack? <laughs> I don't get how drugs work. <laughs> no, they're like, I'm very much like, I don't, sure. Okay, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know what you mean. But Google is there. There's that is a, there's that is a everything. That is a, what was the last thing that you... I, so I do this occasionally. I will put it in a safe search mm-hmm. to search something. Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't need pop-ups for this. <laughs> like, True. What was the last thing that you went like incognito mode to Google that wasn't porn? Incognito mode. Or just Google. what's the last? You know what? Sometimes when sometimes Google. when I come across those words that only Urban Dictionary can explain. Oh man. So yeah. I think I think that was definitely the word, and I automatically already have my phone to the incognito mode on oh, the smart. search. Smart. Just because I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want people to know what I'm looking for, so I'm just auto- automatically off the bat, I'll have a little paranoia. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think I just searched. I searched something about like a hot lunch because I think somebody was making. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is a poop reference, yep, and so sure Urban Dictionary too. came in clutch and was just like, "Yup, that's about shit." Oh man, do we need to Urban Dictionary what a hot lunch is for the audience? Maybe. Okay, let's see what I got. 
Um, so while I'm looking this up, mm-hmm. we just had my phone go off, and I apologize. It went off before I got to explain the rules. Oh. Um, so while I'm looking up hot lunch, and I can't wait to describe to everyone in the podcast. Because sometimes you're like hot lunch, hot sandwich. Like you have had hot food for lunch. Yeah. But then, you know, no. It's just somebody just had to make it about poop. And that's, now every that's time, fine. That's where that person's mind was. Whatever. It, it, it reminds me when I was a kid, we'd, we'd ask for hot lunch. Yep. Like, I'd say, Mom, can we have hot lunch today? Like, you know, at, at school. Yes. And that meant, like, can we buy something at school mm-hmm. instead of bringing stuff? And Agreed. But oh, nope. boy. Never mind. I'm not going to read this on my podcast. <laughs> oh, gosh. Everybody can Google what hot lunch means. You, you do it on your own time and, and give me your thoughts. Exactly. Oh, boy. Hot lunch. Oh, right? shit. Right? That's why I was just like, oh. Now I know what that person was talking about. I had like a little micro judgment for just a millisecond. I didn't think that I had like limits, especially for this podcast, but I'm, when I say stuff, I like immediately imagine it. Like I talk and I can see it on a projector in my brain. And if I read this out loud, I'm going to visualize the whole (laughs) thing. And turn down that imagination, Josh. It does not work that way. (laughs) Look away, look away. Oh, I I need to just close this browser. Okay, Mm -hmm. all right. So we were talking about rules. We were just interrupted. There are three rules to the podcast. Okay. First rule is if we're interrupted, like phone or sometimes Robbie is loud. You have to tell me because I have headphones on. I can't tell. Okay. Um, Knock on the door. Sometimes a roommate, you know, bursts Mm. in. If we're interrupted, we have to take a shot. Dang. All right, well. We'll let that one go because I hadn't explained the rules yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So, should I keep my phone on or off? Because there's three ways to get interrupted. Door, Robbie, or phone. And if I turn one off, then there's just two ways. You're just going to hand me turning it off? Yeah, sure. Hey. It's, a, it, it's like, a, you know, this is your first time on the show. Oh. I don't need to get you wrecked at what? It's like 11? Yeah. It's only 11. I don't but need it's to true. Get this is an AM right. visit. All AM right. visit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn the phone off for this visit. We'll see how that goes. Robbie, I mean, talk to me in an hour. To you. Yeah, I know, right? Talk Robbie, to me in an hour. <laughs> if you want to get her drunk, Robbie, our cute little producer dog in the studio, <laughs> make some noise. Can fetch me a drink? Just yeah. Kidding. Oh, man. I need to teach Robert how to do that. <laughs> that would be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, second rule, if there's something that you don't want to answer, if you don't have a good answer for, the safe word is Dean's French onion dip. What is it? Dean's French onion dip. Dean's French onion dip. That's it. So Dean, we gotta lock that away. <laughs> it's super good French onion dip, mm-hmm. and I figure the more I talk about it in the podcast, the higher likelihood they'll hear it, and they'll send me free free Dean French onion dip. What a genius idea! I'm trying. I would have made it Malibu rum, but I don't. I don't want to die I, under a sugar. I one time coma. received a lot of Chobani because oh. I was just. Do you not like yogurt? Sorry, I, I'm not even, <laughs> sorry. That, I, I didn't even know I made that noise. I thought it was oh just my in my head. God. That was involuntary disgust. Well, lucky you. I got to visually see that noise, Ooh. too. <laughs> sorry. That was... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you're the non-yogurt man. It's all right. So I, I like yogurt. I got a lot of Chobani. It didn't take me long to eat at all. I So I used to eat the... Um, Did man. you eat gogurt? Well, yeah, I think everyone had to as a <laughs> child of the 90s, right? But, um, no, I used to eat, yo- like, yo play, mm. But then it got all weird and, like, Greek and, like, it was, like, less 
like sweet and it started ah. turning like sour. And then <laughs> they I had became, that Mediterranean influence, and you were just man. like, I'm not about this, guys. Keep it in your pants, Sicily. I don't need that Greek yogurt. <laughs> Sicily's not in Greece. But anyways, um, that yo play moose though. Really? Is it the yo play moose? Really? Is so, um, worth 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 it? It is worth it. But it's I'm, like velvet. I am now lactose intolerant. Is it that worth it? Ooh. Just, I just, just eat it on the toilet. <laughs> it's all gonna go down in yeah. one systematic purge. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Just a big release all. Man. Well, no, I don't think it's worth it then. Waste, Man. waste your intestinal tract on something worth it. Talking about hot lunches got us on a weird track. <laughs> oh God. Third rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to share the podcast. Oh, for sure. If you're on it, you have to share your own episode. I will. Perfect. Easy peasy. Do you agree? I, I agree to all the rules. Sign right there in blood. You'll see a contract under your chair. Ah, just cut my finger. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, there she's it even is. into the, to the, ju- oh, I love it. All my <laughs> visualizations are coming real. Blood, blood, blood. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm no. so glad to be here. Finally. I know. We, Finally. We've tried a ton. To get together, and it's always been something coming up on one of our schedules. We always have lots of things going on, you and I. Yeah, we do. We're complicated people. (laughs) But we're easily loved. (laughs) Yes. Oh, very much so. Mm -hmm. Very much so. So, um, when when I said you're coming on to talk about some green stuff, I... uh, Were you green with envy? I... I don't know. I guess after I asked some questions and you told me some stories, I'll have to answer that. But um, Renee, you used to work at the Green Door. This is correct. When I moved here five years, five and a half years ago. From where? Reno, Nevada. So I'm no stranger, no stranger to Vegas. I've been here a few times as a kid and wondered how could people live here. But I live here now and I love it. Can we do a quick Reno like, can we take a, like a left turn and hop off on the Reno track for a second? We can. It's going to be like an eight or nine hour drive. Oh, boy. It's pretty right. far. So we'll just talk about it then. <laughs> and then we'll come back to the green stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is it anything like the show Reno 911? I love that. I'm sorry. I love that show. And I've never been to Reno outside of landing in the airport and driving to Carson City. Right, right. It, I mean, it's a pretty amazing show. I'm a, I am love that show as well. Okay, so and you weren't just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> well, I mean, do I think that the Reno PD is actually like made fun of? Yes. I think that's something from the oh, past that man. like, yeah. that they were like, they were knocking that specific, that the time frame of that people working. Sure. So, I mean, that was there, but the guy that was the one that wore the shorts in the show. Lieutenant Dangle. Lieutenant Dangle. Tom, Thomas Lennon. My freshman year at UNR, he came to our homecoming and he wore the outfit and no got like way. pictures with everybody and he like eats it up. He loves it. He's oh, like, yeah. he's one of my favorite characters to play. I love it. That's amazing. Did you um, did you get a you know, photo? I did not. I, like I missed the window that he was there taking pictures with people. Oh, okay. I so I was you. like, dang, people got photos, but it was real. He yeah. was there. There's you, evidence. Um, speaking of Thomas Lennon, and this is how the show works. We just go on random tangents. Good. Have you seen Dop Dread? Blah, blah, Dop, Jesus Christ. Drop <laughs> Dead Gorgeous? Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's a movie. It is a movie. I've heard, I've actually been recommended to watch it by many people and then I forget the name because there's a lot of things that probably sound like Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah, Drop Dead Fred. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, and then you're in like a whole what happened to Fred. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I totally get what you mean. My roommate is a huge fan of that movie and he, he watches it all the time and 
I sat down to watch it with him for the first time, mm-hmm. and I was just like, hey, that narrator sounds like Thomas Lennon. <laughs> and like he's watched this movie for years, and he mm-hmm. goes, holy shit, it is. So Ooh. that's our Reno connection to Drop Dead Gorgeous. Anyways, um, but g- growing up in the biggest little city, mm-hmm. w- what's the... What is that like? Because I've, I've, I know what, I've lived in Vegas for eight years, mm-hmm. so I can kind of imagine what it'd be like to grow up here, and I've mm-hmm. had a lot of friends I've talked mm-hmm. to, but none of my friends have grown up in Reno, so tell me about that. Just well, give me like the quick overview of what well, it's like. Well, so I actually just went to college in Reno. Oh, okay. I'm from a place called Jackpot, Nevada. It's at the top of Nevada, okay. five miles under the Idaho, That's Nevada border. It's better. No, it is. That's it's so small. It is so small. I like graduated with, I think, like 13 people in my graduating class. That's amazing. And you knew all of them, obviously. Yes. That's we knew all of them. That that specific year was a lot yeah. of like teacher's kids, and okay. I was one of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's like a small town with, like, you know, if you're, if you're driving out far enough, like, you know, the sky is really black. There's no, you know, light. Like like pollution or anything like that. Really? Oh, it's just yeah, Mary yeah. Hills have eyes out there. That's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's a nice place. Um, very small town for sure. Do you go back and visit? I haven't gone back in a long time. My dad used to live there, but he mm-hmm. doesn't anymore. Okay. So I mean, I've had a lot of people. They scatter, you know, too. So yeah. they're in different parts of Idaho, or sure, you sure, know, they're sure, in the sure. military or something. Yeah. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man. But right. it was definitely small town. You know, like you know, there's sagebrush and plateaus and all kinds yeah. of just like desert stuff like there's one stoplight uh, that's like a literal one stop mm-hmm. when i was i might have actually driven through mm-hmm. um because we if we came through the top of nevada from like washington yeah like would i have driven through if there's a highway that goes by or it's definitely possible okay. i know a lot of people can you know get to idaho like there's a same highway to get from utah and you can get into Nevada pretty easily. Okay. And at the top of the, at the top of Nevada, I don't know, like that's the closest gambling for the people in Idaho. So they just drive oh, forty five okay. minutes yeah. and, and gamble. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's I um, the first time I had physically experienced a, a, a one uh, stoplight town mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds. I mean, there have been some in Michigan, but they're very few and far between. But like a when you say like a one light town or like a one horse town, when like mm-hmm. you picture <laughs> what you're picturing, like a right. So I I when I was driving back from um, Seattle, mm-hmm. and I, we stopped in a one light town, and I was just <laughs> like, "This is crazy." You're just kind of like, "Whoa!" This you can throw awesome. a rock. Like that's about it. Like that's yeah. what occupies your attention: throwing rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the what license plates drive by. <laughs> oh, that's oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. All right, so let's let's move back to to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Getting what twelve hour ride? Yeah. So. Yes. All from right. from yes. No, from jackpot to Vegas is like nine hours, okay. eight or nine hours. All right, everybody, tune up. This is going to be a nine hour drive. Mm-hmm. I actually did record a uh, podcast with my mom and my brother while we were driving to Chicago, and nice. it came out pretty good. Nice. It wasn't nine hours long, but it, oh. yeah. I've been, uh, there's been a lot of conversation around me about Chicago. I should visit sometime. Yeah. I've never been. Never been. It's incredible. It's, um, it's all the best parts of New York, Ooh. but smaller. So ah. my biggest issue with New York is, I mean, it's a stupid thing. To say, it, it's too big. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to have, you need to live there to experience New York appropriately. It's a giant, giant, like New York City. Chicago mm-hmm. is all of the best parts of New York, but in a city small enough that you could do in a day, or nice. do or do really well in a weekend. It's not like this mega city no. that has these twists and turns. It's just no. like straightforward. It's, 
Yeah, it's you can Best line up a New bunch York. of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I absolutely recommend. Going I bet to there's Chicago. food that I should eat right there right now. Deep dish pizza. That's, That's what, what I've they're heard. super. I think my friend said it's something like Luna's something. I, everybody has their own affiliation mm-hmm. or like, you know, home Chicago pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll give you some recommendations for some stuff if, if you end up going. It's my sister lives there. Oh, okay. So if you need somewhere to stay, I just volunteered my sister's couch. Too. Hey. What's up, Hannah? You I bet it's a comfortable in. couch. <laughs> it's a very comfortable couch. I slept <laughs> on it a couple weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> um... You know, keep hitting this. Sorry. Um, so let's go back to the green door. Cause All that's, right. Uh, we were talking about that, what, 20 minutes ago? Yeah, something, Sorry. some tangent. Oh, boy. We got to my hometown in Jackpot. Now we're back. Yeah, nine hours later. 18-hour mm-hmm. round trip conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so how you've worked there for five years or worked there for five years. Do you still work there? I worked there for one year. One year. Sorry, you've been in Vegas for five years. Yeah. You worked there for your first um, year. Yeah, it was like around one year and... <clears throat> It was just, it was an interesting job. I learned a lot of different things sure. and and How, definitely had quite a people watching job. <laughs> I man, okay, so we'll we'll, well I'll have you describe it in, mm-hmm. in a moment. Um, actually, no, describe it now because then my other question would be more relevant. What exactly for those who don't live in Vegas mm-hmm. and don't visit frequently enough? What mm-hmm. is the Green Door? So the Green Door is on Sahara in Maryland. Mm-hmm. It's a big green building you can't miss it <laughs> yeah it is a giant green yeah it's uh open seven days a week it's the swingers club that um allows single men and women and allows couples and it has a bunch of different themed rooms for visitors who uh want to have fun and entertain each other mm-hmm. so is that the best way to describe it like without being are you <laughs> trying not to be crude or is that how you as an employee had to describe it legally i would describe it like that just sure. because uh, because it's a so, it is a social club it's a social area that i mean it's like you know there's not girls dancing and getting tipped like a strip club it's sure. you know like that that's actually not allowed it's yeah. a, it's just like a social club area for people to pay to get into this building and then they can consensually spend time the way they want Man, that is a really, <laughs> really good way to describe what most would just say. I could Sex be club. PR, possibly. Yeah, no, totally. Because I, so I, I've never been, but I when you go to there's um, Lotus of Siam, right, is probably the best Thai restaurant. I have never eaten there. Holy crap! It's such a shame. It I is should possibly the best Thai restaurant I've ever been to in my life, mm-hmm. and it, it's like right next door. Yeah, I know it's really, a lot of people could just eat there and like and then, you know have like their little like Thai coma, and then yeah. they come to the Green Door at night. It's <laughs> really funny because I've, I've when I um, worked at my previous job, I would it is the best Thai restaurant in the city, mm-hmm. and we'd have clients or like Facebook or Twitter would say like, oh, let's go check out this place, Lotus to Ham. Yeah, and I was I was just like. I am so in. It's incredible. It's in a weird neighborhood, but it's really, really good. <laughs> it is a little weird. A rock throw away from the GD. <laughs> yeah, because it, um, so the Green Door's famous because it's been in countless songs and bands have sung about it. Mm-hmm. It's been around, uh, I think, since 97. Really? Yes. So it's, you had a very eloquent public relations way of describing what most would just call a sex club. How do you like? No. Yeah. Right. 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 Really, th- th- that's just like the what people think of, of it. But I loved the way you described it, like a social club where you have consensual fun. Uh, green... that, that at first has to happen. It has to be consensual. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which I'm it a... is. It's definitely enforced. There's never that, like in that time that I was there, there was never anything that like 
the women had to worry about because there's there's lots of security that is available. Sure, of course. And you know they keep an eye they keep they keep an eye on people that are that you know they're not stuck with somebody and they're like, hey, you're gonna not behave. You're gonna behave with yeah. a certain etiquette here. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So is there like a you walk in and there's etiquette rules or? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I would say that it, it would unspoken? be smart to put, it would be smart to put them up, but they don't. It's more of an unspoken like Yeah, I would definitely anytime anybody new came in, I'd be like, "Hey, come over here." And I would I would tell them the rules just yeah. like, "Hey, you can't be walking around here naked. You'll get kicked out." Yep. Just giving you a heads up. Um <clears throat> Just <laughs> strutting around with yeah. the Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. Da-da-da. You know, you would think it's common sense, but it, it happens. I, but at, at the same time, when most people only... Because I, I would say, uh, or I'd have to ask, is most of your clientele tourist? Mm-mm, there's definitely... Well, at least when I was there, there was a very local... There were like certain days that were... Like this one specific local came on Saturdays. This, oh, sure. This okay. one specific local cu- couple came every other weekend. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I, you'd have some people who know the social club rules well. Yep. But then living in Vegas and being like next to the strip, you've got to have idiots that come in just hearing like. I'm going to get laid. Yeah. It's, it's going to be club. dripping off the walls. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's just like, no, sir, you're going to cut. You're paying to enter the social area mm-hmm. and. You know, you, you can't just come at the ladies and not Literally have respect. or figuratively. Exactly. It has to be consensual, as we have talked about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to also just be comfortable with the men there, too, because, you know, you have people that are couples. Yeah. And there's no way that you're going to have any action from this beautiful woman in front of you unless the husband or boyfriend says okay. Yeah. Man. All right. I have... So many questions. Probably some I'll <laughs> ask off in the podcast. No. No. Okay. So um, let's let's back up. H- how did you decide to work there? Or how did you get hired? So I saw a Craigslist ad. Like most amazing legitimate jobs are of also course. posted on there. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, I just saw this. And it, it specified, you know, it didn't have anything that it hid. It was just like, this is the sure. green door. Yeah. Research what this is before you apply. Yeah. You know, they encourage that. So I looked it up. I'm like a swingers club. I had just recently like taken a human sexuality class and I'm just like, this is cool. Like people. You're like, I've got this. I've got this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really open minded. I could work there. So I just like the very next day, just like applied and they called me in and just asked me like what I could do and yeah. if I had customer service skills and sure, all, sure, all the sure. shebang. Yeah. And then that very same night I started. It was, oh, like, very a thir- cool. it was like a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really funny. And I like that they were open in the ads, so like you don't have again yahoos or weirdos coming in, or just women that are oblivious and they think, oh, it's a bar that I can work at and be a bartender. Yes, and it's just like I don't mm. care how open minded you are. You probably saw stuff that opened your mind further. Oh yeah, I opened it opened other things further too, not just my mind. <laughs> oh boy, I can't tell what you're referencing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's there's quite a few things I could be referencing. Yeah, huh? I'm gonna skip them all. That's <laughs> I had too many jokes and I couldn't pick one. Um, that's that's amazing. So you, um, what was your job at the Green Door? So, because you uh, said customer service was it? Yeah, there was a little bit of customer service. So, sure. but in in the social club area, because it's an 18 and up venue, mm-hmm. um, you can't you can't actually sell alcohol on the premises. Sure. But People could bring their alcohol and I could mix it and I could make, I could, you know, make their chasers with their drinks and do do kind of like bartender stuff. They just had to supply the alcohol. Sure. Okay. And, you know, people put it in their locker or something. They don't just carry it out and about sharing drinks with people, you know, like it's a little more, I guess, like controlled that way. Sure. 
So I would do that. I would give tours and just kind of okay. like yeah. in the tour, definitely go over the rules with yeah. people. Be specific with. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to. Do you have that tour memorized? Like, w- like, was it like an autopilot where you're like, it was, that, it was an autopilot at the time. I, if, you know, I can actually, I think I, I don't know if I could recite the whole thing entirely, but I can imagine walking in there like to the T and give it to you if you want. Yeah, absolutely. I do. Okay. So imagine that. So for really quick, for those mm-hmm. at home, I, outside of us describing it, go to Google, clear out your hot lunch you know, search and type in <laughs> green door. There are photos of like the yes. inside. There are tour like visual. Mm-hmm. So you have a, you know, you have, an you have idea. a reference of what. So yeah, when you just walk into the first area after you've paid, it's, um, it's just like a dark area with doors covered in glow and dark beads. It's just yellow. And there's a stripper pole randomly in the room as well. Yeah, so okay. in the first entrance area, those are the locked rooms. So if you want to play and have a locked room, like that area has like four rooms that, and like, so when you say like, that'd be like, you don't want to be in public, so you're mm-hmm. gonna go with your girlfriend or you know, you're yeah, you're gonna your have partner. fun in this room with somebody else, you know, behind a closed door, so sure. no one can interrupt you. Sure. Okay. And so some of the rooms, but the, some of the rooms are open. Yeah. So you know, everybody's different. Some people want to be playing out in the open, but they want to finish behind a closed door. Sure. You know, like they want to okay. just entice the voyeurs, if you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah, you walk into the. After you're done with the the beaded room, you get into like the bar area okay. and the couches mm-hmm. and people chill. There's stripper poles there too. You sure. can get your mixed drinks. You can get your lockers, your towels. They give the dirty towels to me. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Oh boy. But there's pe- I don't clean up the dirty. I don't clean up what's the towels you know get. That's not my job. That's somebody oh else's. Boy. But everything there's vinyl, so it's easy to clean. That's awesome. Just a quick wipe down yep. and a little Windex. Just like hey go. hey hey hey. There's a little bit of a shine. Yeah. Gross gross gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smells all like lemony and everybody's everybody's just happy yeah that's amazing <laughs> who doesn't like the smell of pledge when you're doing getting a boner sure yeah <laughs> man no cleaning is gonna give me a boner mm-hmm. that's weird so after you know you get what you want maybe you get a robe you know or, or a towel sure there's like a hot tub area there's personal shower areas too so you can clean yourself up if you want I, I messed up my back mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and as soon as you said hot tub, I was like, I need to go, <laughs> just for the hot tub. There is a it's oh, a pretty big hot hurts. tub. Like you could you could literally just be laying in it on your back, and your your whole your whole body will definitely be in water. I immediately perked up at hot tub, just not even for any sexual reasons other than my back hurts. Some people really like to go. The there are some people that show up to the green door, and they don't want to hook up with anybody, but they like to you know, occasionally flash somebody or maybe okay. they'll, maybe they'll sure. be hanging out with the girl, but they just want to walk and walk around naked. Okay. Yeah. So hot tub it is. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, after I, the hot I, tub, I do need a hot tub on my back though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> so after, after the, the hot, hot tub, <laughs> after the hot tub, there is like a dark, like down the hallway, there's just a dark entrance into the group room. So it's like this big, this big, like platform size bed with, that's like raised and has like these glow in the dark lights on the inside sure. and it can be locked from the inside. So if like a group is getting down, there's yeah. like a viewing area oh, okay. where there's like, you know, like kind of like a window style so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. watch the couple do their thing. Two way mirror, one way mirror, however that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's interrogation room style. And then there's a couple room in both upstairs and downstairs. So the couples area, you have to be with, a cu- you have to be in a couple to get in. 
like or a couple you have has to, have to invite brought you. somebody or mm-hmm. like you have to you... have either brought somebody or the couple invites you okay and if you, you can't be like hey they invited me and the couple could be like no we did not sure you know so it just keeps like it keeps like the eager guys from just entering where they're not supposed to be yeah because let's really quick cut to something that i brought up like mm-hmm. before um it's probably mostly guys just thinking of again i'm Mm -hmm. totally assuming everything right but i I feel like those would be not only the guys who would hear it i don't know i don't know why i assume that Mm. maybe it's just a i have a penis so i know how dumb dudes get (laughs) like so i I can't compare first-hand experience (laughs) yeah i know i i I don't know if you know you Mm -hmm. have that but like I, i feel like is it mostly guys and are they disappointed when there's not like what they expect like a strip club I think a common misconception that guys have is that there's an equal part single women looking sure. for it. And that's definitely not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've seen, I've seen bachelorette parties that come through. Sure. You know, I've seen women come through that just want to see something. They, they want to, they want to see something crazy in Vegas. They don't want to yeah. participate. Yeah. That's also equally frustrating for the men because they pay, you know, upwards of on the weekend, like 90 or something dollars Oh boy. to get this idea that they think they're going to get. Yeah. That's um, interesting. So yeah, they, like, I would say I've I've seen a lot of couples in places before where mm. there was only a few select single guys. Sure. And they weren't getting what they wanted, so they left. And the guys that were getting the play, they got to stay, like, you know, the whole night and sure. engage with the couples. Interesting. So it is, it's, it's pretty open. It's a social club. Have they made the step, the next step? I don't know. I know you don't work there anymore. Mm. But, like, it, it, can you bring, like, a cigar? Can you bring weed? Like, can you bring anything Mm. else is it just a social club or is it is it pretty specific like Mm -hmm. well i'm not sure on marijuana um i do know that like it was already a smoking venue anyway so i i'm I'm sure i'm sure people bring vape pens and they do they you know like they or they'll eat edibles or they take you know they take pills before they come over to the green door it was there when i was working there too Mm. um or like you know guys purchase enhancers of some sort so that's like, amazing. Like mm-hmm. what you'd see if you're going to the gas station that's hanging up right there. Yep. And it's just like more power, you well, know, yeah. extra, extra strength. Made of Black Panther. <laughs> like, you're just like, just, what? That just, can't just be Just Black good. Panther. Straight up. Just Black just, Panther. Yeah. Black Panther pills. <laughs> Doesn't make you blacker, but um, <laughs> that that's it. Do any of those work for all the men out there who are there are some that swear there are some that swear that did. And like we sold other things too. So there would be like lube on hand if the women wanted sure. it. Yeah. Um, condoms, just, just stuff like, you know, little energy drinks. There's green door energy drinks too. That, oh, that's awesome. That I think tastes like better than Red Bull. I think they're like kind of like Red mm. Bull, but better. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I just, as soon as you said enhancement pills, I heard every guy listening to the podcast being like, <laughs> ask her if they work. Right. Do any of those work? Do any of those work? Guys, I, I think guess, it's, I think the placebo effect is really strong if you believe in it. Gosh, yeah, that that is a really good point. Yes, I absolutely do believe in it. <laughs> Just, there's some people that don't need this enhancer and they're getting friggin' vitamins and you know they're A to Z. <laughs> I am positive that some of my multivitamins or like my garlic extract or whatever is just sugar water, and I'm just like I feel better. But no, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I'm trying to think. So if you're what advice would you give to like a group of guys who are coming out to Vegas who want mm-hmm. to visit the Green Door and do something weird? 
All right. So this is my personal experience of experiencing many groups of dudes coming through. Sure. Yeah. One I can think of specifically was this group of guys from England. Oh, boy. And they were pretty, they kind of like looked like One Direction. It was pretty, I was like, y'all are too pretty for this place. You need to go to a club like Omnia or something. What are you doing here? (laughs) So they... They come in here and they think they're going to all play, but eventually, like they, like they're young. They're not dumb. Like they sure. assess the situation. Like, yeah, oh, course. this is like more tantalizing because you're seeing something. Maybe you're not participating. If you want yeah. to participate, go put in the work. Yeah. But there, a yeah. lot of them are just yep. like, whoa, this is weird, and kind of like I can't look away. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I bet there's a lot of that. A little bit, Uh-oh. and you're just kind of like, don't blink because you might miss the next crazy thing that happens. <laughs> That's okay. So uh, you know, a group of dude bros mm-hmm. shows up. Well, they don't even have to show up. They can call and just okay. be like, "How many people are there?" Oh, okay. So that's interesting. That's what, that's what I would recommend. Like, if you're, you know, sometimes people like to come early so that they can have the space to themselves for a while, and sure. just relax, go in the hot tub. We have a steam yeah. room too. So stop it. I need to go now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot. To, there's a lot the green door offers. <laughs> I don't belong to a gym, but I belong to the green, green door. door. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a workout. <laughs> you go. Yeah. You get a workout at the Maryland Parkway LVAC. And oh, I meant th- literally at the green door <laughs> oh. after putting in the work. You get a workout. That is true. Go get a steam and then mm-hmm. hot tub. Mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. it a day. Call it a day. Literally. I'm going to invent the new. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be better than CrossFit. Stick with me. <laughs> Just clubs like this popping up. You put in the work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyways, mm-hmm. you're with me, but please continue. I, I do want to know what you're... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's good. So I would say that they could call beforehand and just ask how the evening's going. Mm-hmm. Because at sometimes, and I've experienced this, at freaking random, we'll just get, you know, like maybe we have maybe 25 or 30 people in there. Sure. And half of them are couples. And then at random, at 1.34 a.m., you know, f- ten other couples just show up, and a few other single guys that are yeah. with this with that are with the couples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, why did it, like at, sometimes like in a snap it'll become a madhouse. Yeah. Or there'll like, oh, be a lot of couples, and there's a like, lot of single guys that can't get in there, but they can go to the viewing rooms and watch. Sure. And pretend they're there. Looks <laughs> like Celine Dion got out. We mm-hmm. got that crowd. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's three o'clock. The club's closed. <laughs> One time I met Ron Jeremy. Really. Yes. He's a I, sweet man. I is, is it funny that I've seen more of the movies he's been in that weren't porn than are porn? Right. Like Boondock Saints. Yeah. Like, I've seen all of those movies, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever watched him in porn. But I, he seems like he'd be a fun dude to chill and just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely is. And he, when he's there and he's visiting... He, he freaking owns it, man. Like, all of these couples oh, come bet. up to him, and they're just like, can we get a picture with you? Oh, of course. And He's Ron a Jer- Yeah, and Ron Jeremy's like, yeah. It just gives them a little finger on the way, you know, or That's, or oh or just like, God. you know, sucks their nipples, whatever. Yeah. It's what it is. It's it is what it is. Jeremy. It's a fun time. He's the Brad Pitt of that world. Mm-hmm. And, and these girls eat it up, and they get the pictures, you know, and I've seen him perform at the Green Door before. And everyone knows what you mean by perform. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like they, they, they like sometimes we'll have porn stars come through and do a show, whether oh, it's cool. like sure. a solo show or yeah. in his case, like he did, like he brought the girl he wanted to do that with. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I, I really wish everyone could watch how nonchalantly you're saying all of this ridiculous, like, <laughs> awesome stuff. That Am I, I guess, nonchalant? Well, no, it's just it, it's <laughs> stuff that like I'm super open, so nothing phases me. Right, it's like that a, is true. It's just a you an open purse. Book. I don't know. Yeah. Oh boy. You, you bet. And this is a conversation. Feel free to ask anything back. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, I love how nonchalantly you're just like, and then he, you know, he brought whatever. He just gives him a little, gives him a little finger, takes a photo. <laughs> I love it. Do you think working there desensitized you to sex? I think for a time period, it did. Because at the time, at like the last maybe four or five months of the, my time working there, I was in a relationship. Sure. So they were doing their thing and I was doing my thing. Like I, we had completely opposite schedules and... It was kind of like an open relationship after sure. a certain point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so because he he had been there and he had visited me at work and he's like, I understand that you probably get hit on or you oh, probably meet someone that you might want to follow up with at some point. And I'm like, that's not usually the case because sure. they're visiting, you know, they're yeah. not from here. Yeah, or yeah, if yeah. they are locals, I'm just like, no, I'm not interested because I don't yeah. want to see a local. Yeah, of course. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so do, do you think it desensitized the way you view it now? Like, is it less special at all to you because i feel like that's something that you know mm-hmm. one would be afraid of like I, i'll be honest i worked in the library for three years and now i'm never going to go in one again mm-hmm. because i know how the sausage is made and i hated it yeah like is it the same thing at all for you or no not at all is it more of like a every day was different so it was never every a day boring was, day at the office every day was truly different and so many things surprised me and the and like not even in the, the sense of people watching when people are hooking up sure it's even like the people watching of how people talk to each other oh, or, boy. you know, like what it's like when a couple comes to the green door and they didn't really have a talk about what they're both looking for oh, and boy. like the rules or like, you know, they're both of their limitations and things sure. like that. They come in just assuming their partner knows what they know and that they're like, yeah, this is it. You know, yeah. we're just going to go and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, somebody storms out because, you know, the guy realizes it's more of the woman's world. Oh, man. Or she just realizes, you know, like, this isn't for us. Yeah. But he wants to stay or the other wants to stay. So you've you've given some advice to being a dude bro and, you know, call ahead, be Mm -hmm. courteous, don't be. What what about a couple? Like, what advice to, Mm -hmm. like, as you said, Mm -hmm. you know, you've seen people storm out. Outside of having that talk of what you want to get out of the experience, like, what else would you suggest to a couple Mm -hmm. who are contemplating visiting a social club like that right so i guess i would recommend that a couple really sit down and talk about and and you can either be really honest about those intentions or just talk about putting the foot in the door what i mean by the foot in the door is you go to this is that a sexual position i don't know (laughs) (laughs) well maybe i'll show you later oh boy boy. (laughs) foot in the door two of my least favorite things well (laughs) (laughs) i am not looking forward to it. Actually, now I'm curious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, Anyways, continue. the foot in the door that I say is a couple should just go for the first time and observe, sure. not play. That makes sense. Yeah, because you said there are a lot of viewing areas that yes. you just walk around. and mm-hmm. Okay. You can walk around. You can maybe, maybe the n- introduction step is you get a rush of playing in one of the locked rooms. You oh, know, sure. like you're playing in yeah. a place where there are people. Maybe you want to, like, you know, I've had that where cu- I've heard couples be really loud and they like that people know that they're hooking up in that room. But it's still, it's like a private, mm-hmm. privately public thing. Right. Sure. All right. That makes sense. And then with couples too, like the security guards that are there are your friends. If like somebody's walking around naked or if somebody's like trying to, or like, you know, maybe talking a little too, not, I don't want to say aggressive because it's know, not even an aggressive. It's just like, they don't, they're not talking in a way that's going to get what they want. Yeah. Like skeeving on you or just like, you just kind of like. You know, just like, hey, you no, know, thanks. hey, hey, are you guys looking to fuck? You know, like, that's not, you don't need to say it like that. No. You could just be, you know, as a couple, maybe you're looking for a single guy. I would say when you're at that level and you're like, okay, you know, I'm okay with 
her hooking up with him or maybe you're okay with just him sitting in the room and watching you guys. There's like so many different scenarios that you would want to experiment with. Yeah. So just, you know, you could always just go into the couple's rooms with the guy because he'll have to behave in that space or else he's kicked out. Okay. So you don't don't have to like go behind closed doors unless you don't want to, you know, if you do. So it, it really comes down to just communicate. Mm-hmm. There is everything available to you as like an as an option as long as you have conversations before. Yes, especially I mean, there's I've also known young couples that have been in there, and all that they agreed upon is that she's gonna go do her thing and he's gonna go do his thing. Oh, all right, and yeah. I'll see you, you know, back some, here at two thirty. Yeah, sometimes they cross paths and they're yeah. like, you know, how are you enjoying yourself? And you know, she's like, yeah, I've been, you know, I've had a lot of fun and. Or it's, sometimes it's also as dirty as like, you know, yeah, I've just been, you know, fucked a few times. And yeah. What are you up to? And he's like, well, I'm going to go take these girls upstairs and we're going to go to the couple, couple area or something. And so nonchalant, as you said. That's hilarious. And they're like, young. <laughs> they're young. They're like 18, 18 to like maybe 30 of like the young community. What What is the the age range for it? Because you said it's mostly, mm-hmm. it's there's usually going to be more men than mm-hmm. women. Um, 60, 40 or, or whatever. But w- what's the age range for like the social club? It depends. I've seen, I've seen young, like just, they're still in high school, but they're 18 year olds in there and they're just kind of like observing or, sure. you know, maybe they, they do want to watch something or, or like they, or something. They, I mean, there, there's a 18. lot of people. Yeah, sure. There's yeah, a lot of, right. there's a lot of young couples that I've seen that they're like, you know, they're real, they're in an open relationship. So yeah. they just do whatever they do, whatever they want together. Okay. Um, on, on, on an average night when you'd walk in, what mm-hmm. would you say that the age range would be? It would be probably in like at least 28 or 29 to maybe early 40s. Sure. All right. No, there's no 70-year-old dudes who are just Sometimes like there chilling, are. Like just, there's like that one deviant that's the bell curve, you know, but uh, yeah, that just knocks everyone's mm-hmm. grade down for And there the rest are. The there's class. a lot of single guys that are voyeurs. Sure. They're not going to they're not there like maybe they'll be in the same room, but they don't want to actually perform in the act. Yeah. They just like to, I don't know, come on her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Nonchalantly. Um, do you No, I already asked that question, man. I, I, this is awesome. You've answered so many questions in such like a thorough, like it, it really makes me want, I, I have not visited. It really makes me want to go take a tour. You should. It, it sounds like a really <laughs> I don't, I, I, awesome first date idea. Right? Let's go take a tour and see what freaks you out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting things that would make a person kind of question if they want to. Sure. There's like a doctor room where Pardon? The, there's like a doctor room okay. where a woman can sit in the stirrups like she's getting a gynecological visit. There's a room like that. Sure. It's a golden shower room. So there's a shower. Like you can be peed on and then there's a shower stall in there to wash you off after. <laughs> that face. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, I still want to go to the hot tub, but do I want to pass the golden shower room to get there? No. <laughs> they are no, on opposite I, sides I'm of the totally floor. Yeah. There's that What's BDSM in this room. Hot tub. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, there's more chlorine here than I think there should. Yeah. <laughs> it's ammonia? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Ammonia. Gross. Um, no, I, yeah, that's. I love how nonchalantly you're just describing all of this, and I can't wait to go visit and be like, oh, 
She was talking about. Yeah, there's, you, the, no, there's I, the sex swing. You <laughs> should take me in, like literally take me on a tour. Like, like. Oh, that can, I can I can arrange that. Call me totally like yeah, that. even off hours. I just want to like walk. Is it loud like a club like thumping and you're yelling over music or is it kind of like a quiet? Um, it there are like certain areas where like the speakers face like you know the girl that's dancing sure. on the pole. Sure. So. For them, like there are loud spots, but there's also like a lot of parts like in the, the couples like area that are not a, as loud. Yeah, it's not like you stepped into Omnia and you're trying mm, to. Oh no, like you're like they want it so flirt. that you can hear the people, you know, fooling yeah. around. Yes, yeah, I can't. I don't understand going to clubs mm-hmm. as a single dude. I, I, I'm probably almost too old to go now, but like no I've way. never been able to. You look to, good. You have a beard. Oh. Thank you. There's there would be a lot of appreciation for the I beard. appreciate that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it um no, but like I, I can't go to like Omnia or the bank anymore because like I can't scream flirt at somebody. Mm. That's the one thing that like I, even when you get super close to them and try to talk in your ear, you're still like loudly talking at them True. over whatever music it is. True. So And you're like, I'm double deaf. Just, Woo! I yeah, all right. <laughs> I like, yeah, cheers. <laughs> Clink. Yeah, we cheers nice. That should go home with them, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the best that can happen in that situation. But it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I, w- I should definitely take you on a tour. I can make that happen. That'd I'll be, be in fun. touch. Yeah. I'll be in touch. I mean, oh, boy. Doop a Well, on that awesome note, I think that's a perfect spot mm-hmm. to stop this incredible episode. I will come back again after, after you've gone go to the tour. green door. Oh, man. We should go on a busy night oh. and you'll see it firsthand. And then yeah. we'll enter like a couple, so you can go in the couples areas and see it firsthand too. Done. Let's do it. I'm yeah. 100% in there. Yeah, yeah. Air Coming five. for a second episode. Woo. Bam. That'll be an amazing second episode. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm excited. Stay tuned, guys. I wish me luck. Woo. You're going to need it. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Noodling with Josh. Music, as always, provided by freemusicarchive.org. Awesome site, check it out. This is Normcore playing their song, The Plane. Bye. Hey, that's the world,